because maybe I do when I fucking shake a leg. Maybe I want to go to a fucking party. But, babe, every time I'd ask you, you'd say I'd no. I'd say no. Exactly. <laughs> so what the <laughs> fuck? Hi, my name is Tiffany Alice. I'm Danalea. And you're listening to Girl Meets Girl Podcast. This week, we'll be talking about all things friendship. Let's get into it. So... <laughs> We have a show. Me and Dana were like, yeah, we need a show. So we made ourselves a podcast. Yes, finally. All by ourselves as it well. Has been, it has been hell trying to set it up and do all the technical <laughs> stuff. But we're here now. Um, yes. I'm so excited. Right. So for this week, we're going to be speaking about all things to do with friendship. I think a good place to start. Yeah. And also to introduce ourselves is talking about how we met. For sure. So. Do you want to go first? Okay, so yeah, let's get into how me and Tiffany actually met. This is a question we get so often as well, so hopefully mm. this is just a one-time thing. But I think I I found out about you in like 2014. Yeah. And I, do you know what's crazy? So Tiffany's at name is OMG Tiffany. And I think I follow saw me. you. Yeah, follow her. <laughs> I think I saw you comment on someone's photo. Like just a random person that I had on it. I didn't even know them in real life, just a random person. And I was like, Oh, this girl's at name is really cool. And Wait, I, went I didn't know this. I didn't know this. I know, part. I know you didn't know this, and I waited until we were actually here to That's be so fucking weird. <laughs> it's so weird. I was like, Oh, OMG <laughs> Tiffany, I love that. I went on your page and I was like, Oh, this girl's cool. Then followed you, you followed me back. And yeah, like I just feel like we had this weird this weird thing on Instagram where we would just always comment on each yeah. other's photos, like each other's photos, like we knew each other in real life, but we didn't actually know each other in and real life. And you know what I think as well is rare is if you make friends on Instagram today, I feel like it's very different. It's quite it's transactional. So Whereas back we made friends when Instagram was still like your posting it was pictures authentic, of your yeah. Starbucks and like using the Instagram filters. Like I don't even think there were stories. Yeah. So like if you made friends on online, it was like you really made those friends. friends so yeah. I think that's the reason why you're one of my only friends from the internet who I'm so close for with. sure yeah um but yeah so it was it was very organic and then we realized that we liked the same band, band which yeah. was <laughs> years and years shout out to years, and years. <laughs> i used to stand this band and like out of nowhere i ended up going to this random ass concert and went on stage with them and i posted a video from it and i just remember tiffany like i was on it. so, you were so excited i was like what the fuck she fucking went to the years and years concert and she's on stage and that shocked me i was like why the fuck does she care i was so surprised <laughs> when i was so surprised when you actually gave a fuck about that but yeah that's how it started then fast forward to 2016 carnival yes. came around yes notting hill carnival came around and we finally linked up and, and it was just yeah we decided to come yeah. go together and then that's when i found out her age because you were young yeah are you two years younger than me I'm 21. Yeah, I'm 20. Uh, yeah, I'm 23. Yeah, I'm two oh, years Oh, sorry, younger. I'm bad at maths. I thought that was three. That's two. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so I realized she was two years younger than me. And at the time, I remember thinking, I was 16. So yeah, no, I was 16. You were 18. And I remember you going, wait, you're 16. The way you looked at me in disgust, I was like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, God. I used to get that so much as well. But you didn't act like it. You was always yeah. acting really like older. You just had a bit more of a like mature brain, I could tell. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so we ended up going to carnival together. That was one of the a best A whole days. group of people who, some of which we don't even speak to today. <laughs> <laughs> they, shall <laughs> they shall not be mentioned. They shall not be mentioned. Let me not get into it again. 
But um, yeah, we ended up going with a whole group of girls and it was the funnest carnival. I still to this day haven't had a fun day, at carnival. Same. That a was bit, my first carnival. Do you know that? Yeah, no, I remember you saying to me and I remember going to it and we were so drunk and <gasps> a video of me went viral on like yes. the Shade Borough. Yes. I'm just bait, like them pages. Of you whining on the police officer. I was whining on police officer and it was so, to this day, people Iconic. post that video and they don't know it's me. I'm never claiming Do you know what's so me, funny as well? I look so different in it. Do you know what's so funny? When you went viral on Twitter because of that, but in the background, there was someone passed out on yeah, the floor so and I was trying to girls, revive them. One of the girls we went with, she was so drunk, she fell down a set of stairs her. and her knee was <laughs> blood up. Her knee was <laughs> bleeding. We're going off track here, but anyway. Her knee was bleeding. Oh Dana God. was trying to help her. I'm dancing on a on a police officer. The best freaking <laughs> day was ever. So much happening. And we went so viral because of that video as well and, those, and that photo. But anyways, this yeah. is how we met. Instagram back in the day. Ended up like in the same band, met up, went to carnival together. Yeah. Then we just started like linking up. Oh, regularly. and then we had, then what's crazy is we had oh, a we got booked shoot. for the same yeah. shoot. We got booked for the same shoot. So we showed up. I didn't even know that she was. Yeah, I didn't for know it. you were going to be there. We did the shoot. It was atrocious. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. That was my first ever shoot. Was like, Do you know what? You've been there for a lot of first evers. That was Aww, my first ever shoot. That's so cute. I swear they only paid me like 50 pounds. I would never do that again. <laughs> I would never do I that. I think they paid me 100 that's crazy that is very bad i mean it was it but was then my first shoot, i thought though. that so it was a shoe we thought it was like for it was like for a body product like yeah a, i think it was like a body shimmer or something and i thought they were going to use our whole bodies and then <laughs> we, the, the photos get released and our heads are cut off it's just our body it's so weird it I was so weird it was a very weird shoot that those i'm not complaining though because so <laughs> after the shoot anyway we left we ended up going to a gallery that was the same day wasn't it no, that no was we went to Shoreditch. That was the first time we met We went up, to Shoreditch like, together yeah. and we like looked around Shoreditch. We were like talking about each other's like lives and backgrounds. We realized that we had really similar upbringings. Yeah. The ghetto, basically. Yeah. And trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And I think that's so weird. Like, because I don't know if you guys know, but Tiffany is actually not from London. And I am. I don't yeah. know if you want to specify where exactly you're from. Um, no, I mean, I grew up in Essex. Yeah. Um, so... Wait, why am I saying no, I'm that? No, I'm just saying this because it's so crazy that we were like brought up in different oh, places, yeah. didn't know each other. And then yeah. like we came together and it just felt like we always knew each other. Yeah, we had such had so much to relate to as well. So much to relate to. And that's one of the things. This is making me really like you. This is okay. <laughs> this is just one of the things that like really just made us so close. Yeah. Um, But how did we get to where we are today, I guess? Then we just consistently met up. No, actually, to be honest, at the beginning of our friendship, we barely ever saw each other because I was in Essex and you were in London and we were broke as fuck. But then I moved to uni. And when I moved to uni, I moved to uni in London, but it was... It was Kingston, so it still felt like fucking yeah. forever. But Dana would always come and see me. And we just ended up meeting up more, going out to parties more, making friends. We had a friends. lot, to be fair as well, we did have a lot of mutuals. We and did. we were actually in a friendship group. At we first. were. <laughs> so let's, let's actually get into that. So what's your opinion on, fen- on friendship groups? So I like friendship groups. Because people see us as a duo. Yeah. But we do have other friends. Yeah. I like friendship groups. I just think that as an adult, like you can only expect so much from them. They're hard to maintain. Why am I saying that? Like I've ever had a friendship. Okay, I've had. Okay, let me so, explain. Okay, what's Let's your wait, experience wait, this is the thing. with friendship groups? With my experience groups, with friendship yeah. groups personally, I have moved around a, a, around a lot in my life, like in different countries. I lived in Canada. Like I've lived all over the gap with my family, running away from crazy family members. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I have always been like the new girl. I've mm-hmm. never got every friendship I've had in the past it's always like not really lasted because I've had to move or like yeah something happened so I never experienced what it felt like to be in a group 
I went to an all-girls school when I first ever entered high school. That was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I went there for like a year and I was in a friendship group, but they didn't really like me. I didn't really like them. It was more like convenience. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so my first ever experience with a friendship group was me and Dana kind of were in one yeah. at, at the beginning of my first year of uni. And I just didn't like the dynamic. Like I felt, I feel like in a friendship group, you're always going to have certain people closer to other people. Mm. Um, there's just room for loads of like drama to happen. Really depends on the type of people, I yeah. guess. But yeah, um, <laughs> no I shade. feel like some people will just always get left out. Mm -hmm. I personally do You're not, not here for friendship groups. In the past, because of my upbringing and yeah. always moving around and stuff, mm -hmm. I used to feel really sad that I was never part of a group. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I low-key was a bit jealous like when you were part of a friendship group, a separate group, because mm -hmm. Dana has uh, this other group of girls that she's friends with. And mm -hmm. I feel like that caused a lot of like, tension and arguments sometimes yeah. between me and Dana because she would like, you know, have to prioritize her friendship with them sometimes and go out with them and not me. But it's like, that's understandable. But at the time I just felt like maybe a mm. bit like, oh, I wish I had something like mm. that. But now that I like know a bit more what I want and I'm a bit more mature minded, I can see that I don't desire that at yeah. all. I'm very happy with having the separate friends that I have and mm -hmm. any friends that I have that are separate that do end up knowing each other are fine too. Like for example, yeah. we have a best friend called Nico. Yes. Hey Shout Nico. out to Nico, we love you. <laughs> and like, we could be considered a group, yeah. but I don't see us as that. Yeah. I just see us all as people as like that fucking love each other, I guess. I don't know. I'm screaming. No, I definitely understand. What's your where experience you're coming with from. friendship groups though? Um so I think it just started in school. Yeah. Like I had probably one of the best experiences in secondary school. Like that mm -hmm. was the funnest one of the funnest times for me. Um and I had this big friendship group that was consistent throughout like year eight to 11. So it was, it was fun. And I was so sure like we would all stay friends forever and whatever, but I don't have anything against them, but I realized once I left that it was like you said, more of a convenience thing. It, yeah. they, were, they were just there. They were there every day. In school, I you deep it. Oh, to be honest with you, I did have one friendship group in one of my other high schools. I went to like about three, four high schools, mm. by the way. Um, in one of the high schools I went to, I had a friendship group. Sorry to interrupt your story. No, it's fine. Um, and that was kind of fun. But again, we never really fell out. We just left school and didn't speak again. Yeah. And it's so sad because they asked to meet up now, some of them. Do and you know I'm like, it is? It's just difference with interest. now. Like, yeah, like personality wise, like we all complemented each other really well. Mm. But it's just difference of interest. Like I realized in college, I went to college with a few of them. And I just realized, like, you guys are not really on the same shit I'm on. Like, I'm yeah. not really trying to do some of the things you guys are doing. Um, and it kind of started from there. Uh, then, obviously, I left school and found, like, other friends that we mentioned. Um, and I just think that, for me, friendship groups are fun. But, like I said, I can't expect much from them. Because mm. you're not, you're not going to get, like the intimate experience of like being able to be emotional, vulnerable with, well, some people are lucky enough to have that, but I just haven't found that yeah, in a, friend, you know in a I whole think friendship from what group. you're saying, well, now that you deep it, like, especially now that with the understanding I have now, it's very like time consuming and to basically invest yourself into one friend. Yeah. And like to do that for a whole group, to make sure everyone feels equally loved, mm. equally attention. For me, it's just too high maintenance. Yeah. I like some no-maintenance no friendships. Not to say I'm a shit friend. Yeah. Like, I will go to lengths for my friend, as you know, mm -hmm. but like, I don't like friendships where it's like, oh, I have to keep up. Because mm -hmm. I think in one of your friendship groups that you had, there was like a thing where you guys like would meet up and like discuss the fact that, oh, I feel like 
these group of people aren't talking to mm-hmm. these group of people mm-hmm. in the group and yeah there was definitely like, like some barriers that's, in the that's group. long we're adults we've got so much to do so much to accomplish now if it's high school fair enough but the age that we're at now i think that that's just too much and i'm so grateful for everyone i have in my life now because we cannot talk for literally two weeks yeah and it's fine do you know what only recently have me and dana like started talking a lot more frequently and i think that's because of the podcast like all the yeah. planning and stuff we have to do mm-hmm. but before we used to talk like maybe like once twice a week yeah i mean it was very on and off for us but that didn't change anything yeah like it was still like nico for example we speak to me nico we do not text much i know that you don't text nico much mm. but when we see each other absolutely nothing's changed yeah and i think that tells you like the realest friendships where you don't have to p- if you feel like you're putting so much effort into a friendship you're f- coming away feeling drained which mm-hmm. i know at one point we got to that point yeah. we'll get into that story yeah, later we don't get into that um but if you feel like you're you're leaving a friendship you, after seeing a friend you are drained like you literally feel like you've put your life and soul into it yeah. i'm sorry the friendship needs to be reevaluated. Yeah. like the m- older i get the more i realize friendships do not need to be high, men- high maintenance can, at all no for sure and you can definitely same way you can have toxic relationships you can have toxic friendships as for well. sure definitely do you know what's crazy like i've noticed that boys are so good at this friendship group thing like they're they'll fake. have they'll have no they're fake no facts a bear of them are <laughs> Bye, fake. they're fake no, but bear of them will have like big groups but you know why because boys are low maintenance and they'll they'll literally they're low they're, maintenance they're low this maintenance. is the thing with boys yeah. and it's also easier when you've grown up with them a lot of boys that i've met that have these friends they'll be like oh yeah that's my boyfriend like i don't know i used to live next to him yeah, he's my yeah. cousin he's my mom like do you know what i mean like they're they've but known them behind from day. the scenes as the girlfriend of these boys <laughs> we see them complain about their friends but not ever say anything to the to their that's friend's face true. i'm <laughs> sorry but let's be real about it boys and the thing is with boys that like they'll go on about how much drama girls friendships are fair enough but men drama are like y'all men, just fucking fake y'all are just fake like i feel like women we have that drama because we confront our issues yeah. if we feel something we say it yeah whereas like men they'll just act like they're fine with it then behind the scenes be really bitter towards yeah. their friend or do you know what i mean yeah, say, yeah, like yeah. men are fake i think men feel the same <laughs> way in friendships and have same <laughs> expectations but they also maybe don't think it's manly to expect certain things from yeah. your friend like they don't probably don't think oh, I want some emotional support for my friend. I should express this to them. Yeah. Oh, hello, they're brother. Get, they're I want some emotional support. Instead. They get girlfriends instead to be their therapist. Honestly. Instead of asking their friends to step up. Okay, the trauma's jumping out. Let's let's reel it in. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's reel it oh, in. that isn't personal to me, by the way. I'm just saying, like, I just, this is the experience I've seen with guys yeah, growing no, up. for sure. Like, I think they just, basically what I'm trying to say is, men have a lot of pride in general, mm. but to do with their friends, I think they think it's, not masculine to address mm. issues they have with their friends because they're For like, sure, oh, I'm yeah. not a girl. Why am I addressing this yeah. with my friend? Like, I'll just get over it. Yeah. When really you're sitting there boiling and angry yeah, about yeah. it inside. Like, but no, I get what you're saying. So for me personally, okay, what do you think about friendship duos then? Because we're seen as one. You could say we're one. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more time to invest into one person. True. It's, it's, it's like literally. Bruv, I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm in a relationship with you. Minus I, that's the, sex. the thing. Like, like take well, away, take don't away. Say the, you want fuck. Well, <laughs> oh, girl, minus the intimate stuff, obviously. Mm. But like, the foundation of our friendship is what I'd also want in a relationship. Like, I completely agree that friendship duos feel more like a relationship, but not in like what I was describing before as like draining or whatever yeah. else. I personally prefer it so much more. But it does suck though if like you aren't free. I don't have anyone else to hit up. I have other friends to hit up, yeah. but I just 
there's I know what to expect every single time yeah, I go out yeah, with yeah. you. It's I know how you're gonna act. It's just yeah. comfortable for me. I know I could take her on holiday. I know how it's gonna be. I yeah. know her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Where it's yeah. like if I if I risk it with someone that's like, oh, I've only really met up with them like yeah, five times, yeah. and I don't like taking that risk, mm -hmm. as you know. So for me, I like feeling comfortable in like a one-on-one -on -one friendship. Defo, defo. So what do you think about male and female friendships? Do you think they're a thing? Do you think they work? I mean, they're definitely a thing. They, they exist, don't they? I yeah. just think, um, you start. I don't know. I think it really depends on the individual. I think a lot of them are fake. They're not, Whoa. they're not real. <laughs> like they're not, it's not just as simple as a boy and a girl that are friends a lot of the time. However, <laughs> I think it's very much possible. Like is I'm, and I know that because of myself. Like I'm, I'm you a have person. male friends. Yeah, right? I have male friends. I mean, I personally think they want to have sex with you. And that's okay. That's the thing. Like, but I think our mentalities are different. See me, I haven't really grown up having a lot of male friends. Like I mentioned, the first high school I went to was an all-girls school. Mm. And then when I moved to Canada is when I was my, in my first ever like mixed school. And that's why I really saw that, okay. I feel like men and women can be friends, obviously. We've seen it. 100%, like men and women, of can. course it's they possible, can be friends. Yeah. Just, yes, of course it is. I've got men in my, in my life who I consider like my friends. Mm -hmm. However, I always think at one point, maybe I'm just hot, I don't know, but I always think that at one point, do you feel like the man makes it, feels like they need to make an advance just to see what's there, if anything is there, just to try it. Yeah. And then if it doesn't work out, if you don't reciprocate it, they're like, oh yeah, cool, and they back off. And yeah. then they either stop trying to be close to you as a friend, because yeah. they feel weird that you've rejected them, or they just try and go back to normal. Mm -hmm. But then I just sit there and feeling uncomfortable. I feel like every male friend I've had always tries to make a pass at some mm -hmm. point down the line. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's I, the thing. It de definitely. And also I think that men, I don't value relationships that work that much with men because they will choose another man over me in a heartbeat. Like we, I've seen that happen so many times. Mm. As in like, they'll take a man's side for something always yeah. over yours. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just cause men are like that. That's they just, they back yeah. each other's bullshit. That's true. But that's true. I feel like as well, it's sticky because, like, you know, with, with friends, you can be intimate on a friend level with them. With, like, guys, mm. as a woman, you have to be careful because it's like, are you doing this? Like, are you touchy-feely with me because you're really just my friend? Are you touchy-feely yeah. with me because you're trying to, you know, get a little some something? You've like, got to see if they have yeah, an ulterior motive. Because guys out here are fucking grimy. Like, they're so, so grimy. And they'll mm. use this little sis, little sis, yeah, friend, Oh, my whatever. God. Do you know what? That's so And it's really not that. Like, behind the scenes, you really, you're telling your boys, yeah, I'm just trying to fuck. Like, it's, mm. it's, it's grimy That's stuff. what I'm saying when, when I talk about the fact that I don't feel like they value relationships that well with yeah. women. Or like, it's like what a woman can do for you. Yeah, like, I feel like a lot of men, when I'm friends with them, it's about the emotional support that they can get from a woman that they don't, f like go and ask your male friends to do that for you. Yeah. I'm tired of every woman trying like being therapists for men. Like mm -hmm. when we're going through what, our own shit or when we do have our thing going on, if we're like, okay, cool. Like, can you show me support by not supporting this person yeah. who I feel like has been awful to women? It's, it's excuses now. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't feel like they show up for us as friends, mm -hmm. partners, but we'll get to that no, another day. We'll or anyway, that. as much as we are open to doing so for them. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just a societal thing or just based off my experience. I'm sure there's plenty of women who maybe don't feel the same way, but. Yeah. 
no i i agree and it definitely just depends on the person their upbringing how they True. how they view women how like it just really depends on how they go about but life to be honest with you i would love to have some wait can we be specific though because we're talking about mm-hmm. straight men yes because we have amazing relationships with gay men yes yes yes. literally yes, yes, most yes, of yes. my friends have literally all been yeah, gay yeah gay men chef's kiss yes but we're talking specifically about being friends, obviously, mm-hmm. with straight men. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I would love to have some of those friendships. Yeah. Because I, I see some other girls have them and I'm like, oh, that must be so nice to have, like, a male's perspective on things. Yeah. Or, like, you know, just coexist with it. But I don't know. Most of the men I meet, they're not interested in that. Yeah. I don't know. It is rare. Maybe it's rare. Places. Yeah, I feel like where we're from as well, it's just rare. The people that we come across... It's rare. We're mm. we're very attractive women. Damn. So, <laughs> I mean, talk your shit. I also feel like in today's world, how we touched on it a bit at the beginning, how you meet people and how you actually become friends with people is is so different now. So different. It's all on the internet. Really, I would truly. never just like meet up with someone. What guy online? DMs you and goes, oh, "I'm just DMing you because I want to be your friend." What guy yeah, says that bye. to you? Like friend, where you can't. I don't know how you can make friends with, like, yes, of course, like, I just need to go outside and make friends. Mm. But, like, you know how? We need to take so many things into consideration. The the post-pandemic world mm. now, you know, it's 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 people are a bit awkward to mm. go up to people and speak to people. Mm-hmm, There's, like, mm-hmm. this social anxiety. And then it's, like, if we um, take in, like, social media, making friends on social media, like, we don't really know their motives or whatever else. Like, yeah. if we don't know if it's transactional for them. We've, we've seen that happen mm-hmm. a bunch of times. So, like... How you actually make friends in general, I feel like, has changed so much. Yeah. Because I used all the friends I have, best believe I've met them in real life, most yeah. of them. Like, a f- with a few exceptions. That's, that's the best way, to be honest, because the internet is I full like of weirdos. I feel like I can't do that anymore. Yeah, like, I feel no, like everyone I know not. is just from Instagram. And like, no like no shade. Like, everyone who I follow on Instagram is because I really fuck with, the, like, the stuff that they post. Or, like, I have met up with them and they've been cool or whatever else. But I've also met up with plenty of people from Instagram and it's been a nightmare. And I'm like, I'm never meeting up with yeah. you again. And that's all me trying to be friendly and make yeah. friends. And yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah, bit yeah. me in the ass. They're like, as soon as you meet up with them, oh, sh- we should take a story. No, you know what's crazy? Like... I I was meeting. I'm not gonna name their name, but I'm gonna see if you know who I'm talking about. Just from the, what I'm about to say, Tyler, don't leave the listeners out. No, I I'm sorry. Okay, guys. No, what are you saying? Y'all gonna have to be left out. Um, so I was meeting up with this guy, and obviously, it was on a friendship basis. Yeah, I did think he was attractive. Um, but we'd we'd go out, we'd do stuff. We would never like. I'd never initiate anything. He wouldn't, because I just don't think that was in his character. He's quite mm. a reserved, laid-back guy. Um, and we were meeting up quite often. We were doing things quite often. And then he got a girlfriend, and then we just stopped speaking. See, that's weird, because if it was just a friendship, there would no, there would be no need for you to cut but it genuinely for him was. to cut you out exactly, and then that tells me what his motives were behind. Unless his girl has just said, "Yo, I'm not comfortable with this because she's threatened by maybe you know how gorgeous you are, or whatever else," and she's been like, "I'm just not comfortable with it. Like, I feel insecure about it. Can you like cut her off?" Which I understand mm-hmm. half of it, and half yeah. of me is like, you know, no. If that's the case, it's just a shame because there really wasn't anything going on. But but if he was really your friend, maybe he would like fight a bit more to like even be like oh if his girl did have that concern i'm not saying she did i don't know what she thought but if his girl did have that concern for him to be like you know what no just so you can know that this is nothing like 
let's all meet up. Like, mm. I'd love for you to meet her. Like, I've told her so much. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, like, mm. integrate it. So then if you have the two girls in the same room, clearly nothing's going yeah. on. I yeah, think exactly. that might have been a good alternative. But, no, definitely I get what you mean. I've had so many guys who are allegedly just trying to talk to me to be my friends. Yeah. And then when they have a girlfriend, I'm I'm unfollowed. And yeah. It's so weird, but it's whatever. I really do not need you in my life. <laughs> I really do not give a shit. I don't know. I really hope that in like my future years, I meet some mature men mm. who are open to being friends and that's it. Yeah. Who I can wear my bonnet in front of. I'm never exactly. so comfortable with an And do you know what it is? I think it also comes from my upbringing because I have five sisters and mm. one brother. I'm brought up in a heavily female household even all my cousins and stuff most of them are all women like i have a really big family so i'm always brought up constantly around women and i feel mm-hmm. like i'm not brought up enough around men you know yeah because my dad was like deuces when i was mm-hmm. born obviously i have um <laughs> my stepdad who's yeah. been in my life when i was since i was younger but i don't feel like i've been en- grown up enough around guys for me to Same. feel comfortable yeah, i agree in that yeah. sense i guess mm-hmm. unless it's been something romantic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And on that note, and on that note, we will be back after this very short break where me and Dana will be talking about the story when we stopped being friends. Yep. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Welcome back. So we are going to discuss the time that me and Dana unfortunately fell out. Yes. But we're friends now, so it's fine. We can say it. We can just lay it all out on the table. (laughs) Um, Do you want to (laughs) start? Yes. Oh, my God. It's so funny that we're addressing this because I remember at the time, um, obviously, we're very vocal online about our friendship. Mm. But obviously, when we fell out. Those that follow us anyway. Obviously, not all our our listeners are familiar. But we kind of Mm -hmm. post on Instagram. We're content creators, which we said at the beginning. You know, to introduce ourselves. We're like content creators. So we post a lot of like photos together, a lot of videos together. Like she's been in a bunch of my vlogs. People just know that me and dad are friends. So last year when we fell out, was it last year? I think it was last year. Yeah. Last year. Yeah, yeah. During the pandemic. Yeah, during the pandemic, we didn't speak. We stopped posting photos together. We obviously hadn't met up for like yeah. literally for a very long time. I'd say like 11 months. And people were starting to notice. People were DMing yeah. me like, are you still friends with Dana? Like, send So yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's get into it. Um, You know what? I, w- I want you to start. You start. Okay, no. From my perspective, yes. me and Dana, it all began where like little things. You know when there's like little things would bother you in a friendship? Mm. And like it would just build up. So some of those things were like... <laughs> I'm gonna just be real. Yeah, be real. <laughs> I feel like I know the things you already know. We communicated anyway. about yeah. it. So it's like she would always be like late to things. Yes. It's like that might not seem as a big deal, but for me, that says a lot about how much you respect my time and mm-hmm. therefore me as a friend. Mm. Not everyone sees it that way, and I know that she doesn't see it that way, but I do. So I think if you know your friend sees something a certain way, you try and accommodate to that as much as you can anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was like that, or like I was saying to her for a long time, Dana, like we're fucking hilarious. Everybody says that we need to have a YouTube channel or something. Let's do something. I was always trying to like work and like get us to have something to de- like together. Obviously now we have our podcast, which mm. is fucking amazing. <laughs> but like at the time, I just felt like she wasn't really interested and that's fine. Timing is everything. And I don't think then was even the right time now that I look back. But at the time I really wanted it and I feel like she wasn't right, like aligned in the same place. So I felt like that wasn't really being reciprocated. Then like... I think just communication. So I think as we mentioned earlier in the episode, she had another friendship group and I felt like a bit left out and I felt like she wasn't making much time for me. And yeah, it was like little things. Those are just like a few examples, but it was just more things that were building up. And then so 
the it really hit the fan when we both were in like relationships and mm. I feel like we saw a lot less of each other because when you've got a partner like you've you mm. know how girls are and like the pandemic and as the well. pandemic yeah. as well also played a part and I felt like at the time I was going through a lot of stuff and I really needed her that to be there for me because mm. um, I was in uni and I felt really alone mm-hmm. and like I was going through a bunch of stuff for my mental health and I just felt like her attention was on other things and that's fine she's got her own life I cannot now mm-hmm. I understand I cannot expect your friend to drop everything for you but I guess at the time I wanted that Mm -hmm. and um yeah like I guess when we both got like partners we just did not see each other anymore and we how do we go to that we're We're trying not to disclose too much okay no so that's where I'm at that was the point I got up to so for you up until that point from the beginning how did we get to that so yeah where we stopped yeah so I think everything you said is pretty accurate on your side of things anyway yeah um yeah for me it was just a lot of a lot of tension between us because I feel like um you'd get obviously offended by a lot of things that I do at the time Mm. um I feel like me having a different friendship group was was like one of the biggest things yeah it was it was it was getting a lot for me because I feel like I was trying I was I I felt like I was trying to accommodate to everyone and it still wasn't enough um and obviously like even when we would have certain conversations about things I felt like our communication at the time was pretty bad because yeah. I don't know just like I wouldn't say it was rudeness but like I think we, were we weren't lot, open we were, we to weren't seeing as mature as yeah, we are we now though the though. communication was just like we just suppressed so much things until one of us would get fed up mm. and then everything the other person wanted to say would come out then and it's yeah. like well why are you addressing that when I'm addressing this like literally you're, like you're a disregarding yeah it's literally, literally like a relationship well it is a relationship it is yeah you know not like a romantic one but a relationship yeah. in general but yeah no I get it like we're, we're saying the same things I think it was a lot of mutual things that yeah. we we weren't communicating properly then when we got a partner that just amplified mm-hmm. because our time was being spent in the relationships that we were in um so how was it the time spent us not being friends for you? Um, it was so weird. Like, mm. cause when we first stopped speaking, I'm gonna be so honest. Like, yeah, when we stopped speaking, a weight lifted from my shoulders just because mm. of how much we were going through those past, those upcoming months that yeah. led to that point. Yeah, like I was like, oh my god, I don't have to deal with the arguments anymore mm-hmm. that's how much we were arguing no i can honestly and it's really actually hurtful and sad to say yeah. that i completely agree mm-hmm. like i felt like at the time basically i felt like i was really focused we were just focused on different things and mm-hmm. that and that doesn't make you a bad person that doesn't make you less ambitious than me that doesn't make you lazier than me but i feel like at the time i mm-hmm. did see it that way i did see it as dan is just lazy for me like i i understand exactly what you've said mm. um but for me as well like I felt like the same way you feel like you were babying me in in terms of life things. Mm. I felt like emotionally, that's what I had to kind of be for you. For example, um, when you had first started going uni, first got your Mm -hmm. place, you felt very alone. You were going through certain episodes that were linked to your mental health. And Mm -hmm. I felt like I was there a lot for you to the point where like I was going college the next day, speaking to the counsellors in my college, like trying trying to like find out if you're okay even while I'm at college because like you're mm. just you were just constantly on my mind and I just felt like I had a responsibility to like be there for you which was my choice completely and I would never regret that but later down the line I just felt like 
you had kind of forgotten all of that stuff all of that stuff i had done for you and all of Mm. those times i were there for you and i guess because i had felt that it stopped because you had someone else in your life I think that's what it was for me on my side. Mm-hmm. But obviously you have to be mature enough as a friend to understand and that's where we are now. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you're like to have a partner or whatever. Yeah. That Can I just say that? I like, think things I will do, be very different. I do feel like you've grown so much since then. I feel like we both have. No, we both, we're just we, telling the story of what yeah, happened. We're like, completely different places now. Well, as well, like, because I wasn't able to say this to you at the time, but like there'd be times where you're venting to me, right? Mm. And like, I'm, I don't know what time. It's probably like 3 a.m. in the morning and you're like, really upset or down and you're like saying things like no one's ever there for me like like just saying you're you're saying how you feel but like it's kind of i'm t- i'm trying my best to not take it as offense take it like, personally i'm sitting here like i'm literally here for you but right I now do like think, i'm trying I do to think be here for a you. problem with mental health though, yeah like, we'll get into that another episode mm-hmm. but i think with the mental health it is an issue where people take things personally that someone that's going through an episode is I learned to not do that with you because like... Like, I think that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. Like, obviously that person's in a mindset where they cannot see the love, they cannot see the support around them. Mm-hmm. So obviously they're gonna like not recognize it. That's not That doesn't like mean anything that you're a bad friend or whatever else. When a person's going through a really dark time, they can't see the love around them. So they're gonna say things like that. Regardless, obviously that's gonna hurt you because you're feeling like you're giving all you can. Like, mm-hmm. as we know, we've been through that kind of yeah. situation but um yeah anyway there's a bunch of stuff which i think is really good to for us but we've spoken yeah. about all of this anyway but it's interesting like some of the stuff you said today is like the first time i'm hearing it mm-hmm. so it's good too and also like just to say i don't think this friendship we don't have a fucking perfect friendship no one does no, friendships not. aren't even meant to be perfect yeah like, no. do you know what i mean but what I is feel a f- like perfect friendship exactly but i feel like us having our friendship now wouldn't have been able to happen if i don't know if that period of time where we didn't speak no i think we needed that i feel like what was vital was what came after it like mm. we definitely needed to have that conversation that came after it yeah and there were things that we both needed to acknowledge and change for and sure so during the time where we weren't speaking what actually like because i was the one that reached out to you first to get the ball rolling for us to even start to try and communicate what's crazy is what actually like started me acknowledging a lot more of what happened on my part not just your part yeah was was me speaking to my partner at the time and like although you guys weren't fond of each other he noticed like you miss her like I can see that you really do miss her and like and I didn't even think I sometimes I'd be like are you no I don't like I I kind of like brush it off but after a while I was I was like yeah I do miss her you're right and he was like well just message her like and I was just like mm. but I don't know like I was unsure how you take it if you would think like I'm just like I, mm. didn't, I just didn't know if the time was right for me to message you or not which right. is why I sent a long message eventually and I told you you didn't have to reply to it or not it's mm-hmm. just how I was feeling at the time and how I was open and willing to seeing if we could continue our friendship right right because after a while as much as I was upset about things and I'm sure you were upset about things I did notice that, like, it felt like a piece of me was missing. Like, I was. It was well, I, I am you. that bitch. Okay. All right. So, where do we go from there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely get it. And uh, during the time, I did miss you a lot too. Like, it was so. 
mainly because you were the really only person I really invested my time into. That time actually taught me that maybe I should have some other friends. <laughs> but you know what, Tiffany? Like the thing is, you see, you see my other friends, and you think like. Do you know what it's so funny that I'm saying not this? Even it to feels not just to replace you, but just to like do stuff with. No, yeah, exactly. But it, it's so funny because this literally feels like a fucking relationship. Anyway, sorry, back on to- <laughs> back on topic. Um, sometimes what what you how you'd kind of see it at the time as well is like I'd have these other friends, but like the things that I do with these other friends, it's it's very much like I remember there was a time that I was going out a lot, going to parties and stuff, and not particularly anything you were interested in at the time anyways Mm. but like I was going to these things with all these girls and it's it's not like I was literally like getting to know them on a deeper level and investing so much emotional time into them and like yeah but no it's not even that that bothered me because maybe I do when I fucking shake a leg Maybe I want to go to a fucking party. But babe, every time I'd ask you, you'd say I'd no. I'd say no. Exactly. <laughs> so what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck am I meant to do in that situation? No, I, and I understand that was yeah. completely on my part a huge contradiction. It's like you want to be invited, but you don't want to fucking go. Yeah. Because I was all <laughs> grandma'd up. No, but honestly, like, like, I'm not really even a girl that enjoys going out that much. Mm. We're both really not. Yeah. If you deep it. I feel like there but was just a period I needed to kind of. There's a period, yeah. yeah. And sometimes me and you were like, you know what? We're young. We go through a phase yeah, where we're like, we're yeah, fucking yeah. young. <laughs> Let's get out there. Let's get out the tan. No, literally. Do you know what I mean? Like, and they were like, yeah, never fucking do that again. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of stories, guys. Ew, you so guys many. better follow us because we have a lot of stories coming up on these podcasts. The juice Just is watch. coming for you. We have been in rooms, oh. child. We have been in rooms. <laughs> I was living in Essex at the time. I moved to London, so I had like my own place mm-hmm. and it was much easier for us to meet up mm-hmm. as well. So we started meeting up again. And then we went through similar situations. Yeah. Circumstances where we're both single now. Yeah. <laughs> and this is just so fucked, isn't it? <laughs> it's just we literally so stopped being friends because like, of relationships. And I now did. we're friends again. It's That's crazy. why next time, like, you know, something happens where, you know, you're going to get wiped up or whatever else. We know how to do things like differently. Yeah. I think that we're more mature now anyways. Mm-hmm. Now, if we to be in situations like there's so many things now that mm-hmm. you do that you, before I'd be like, Dana, you should not do this. Da, 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 mm-hmm. That now you just do. And I always just say to you, look, I don't agree with this, but I support you regardless. Yeah. And I think that Life is decisions. the best way to be a friend. Yeah. I might not d- agree with this. I don't agree with you because having that honesty to, to call out your friend but also saying the support is still there because I recognize that it's your life. Mm. I think it's just the most progressive way to think. Mm. You don't get yourself hurt or whatever, expect whatever else. Like, And I think that's really worked for us. Yeah. Recently. Definitely. I agree. I've, no- I've noticed that change as well. So, Dana, if there was one thing you could change about me as a friend, what would it be? <laughs> um, Nothing because I'm perfect. Lol. As if. I'm joking. You are perfect in your own way. But I think um, probably like your patience. I knew you was going to say that. You don't have patience, bro. I fucking knew you was going to say that. Dana, I have patience. Oh, my God. I have patience. (laughs) Being your... Dana. Dana. No, 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 no. Waiting for you. Baby girl. You being late every fucking where. Oh, my days. I have patience with you. No, but Tiffany, like... But clearly, my reaction just showed I don't have patience. Exactly. You don't have patience, bro. (laughs) Caught in 4K. (laughs) (laughs) And it's... Okay. With the late stuff, 
No, 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 I, it's that, fine. That's I, un- no, just no, say I, your I, point. No, I, I understand why you think you have patience because I'm always late and y- and you're, you have to deal with that. However, every time I am late... I'm wait till may, I speak. May I just I'm say... wait till my may turn. I, may I just say, every every single time I am late, I hear it from Miss Tiffany. As you should. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Even if it is a one, two, little four, As five minutes. As you should. Even if it's a because little one, two, four, five. Because the industry doesn't care about your one, two, five minutes. <laughs> Maybe if oh you didn't have that mentality, God. we'd be rich and I wouldn't have to work. Oh, fucking hell. Anyway, um... <laughs> It's not just about that, though. It's like, in general... I knew this question would be gen- problematic. In ge- Why are you so offended about the fact that you're I'm not offended. Patient? I'm waiting my turn. Okay, that's fine. I just feel like, in general, your patience could be a bit better. Because mm-hmm. um, even with, like, certain conversations we'll have... Mm. I will ask a question. I know exactly what you're talking do you about. Know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because I do it on purpose. <laughs> you do it on purpose. Well, can yeah. you fucking stop? Do you want me to expand? No. The thing is, and I and I recognise this because, like, I feel like sometimes I think, why don't why why is her patience so short? But like other people don't have this same tolerance with me in when it comes to like normal conversations and stuff. Like, right? It's 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 a bit like. Clearly, this is this is just the fact that you just don't have much patience. If no one else is kind of reacting to my personality like this, maybe because they don't care about you. Okay, <laughs> what? That doesn't even correlate. Let me respond. That doesn't even make sense. Can I sense. respond yes, to the allegations? Can. <laughs> 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 These alleged allegations. No, do you know what? Even in relationships that I've had, like I've been told that I don't have any patience. So I completely acknowledge that I don't. Because I don't. Mm. I literally ask my family if I have patience. They'll tell you the same thing. Tiffany does not have So I you know no, that no, you don't finish. and you're here arguing. Let me ah, fi- I'm not okay, arguing. Okay. I'm just I'm, let me finish. I'm just saying I don't have patience. Yeah. And I'm not even trying to do the little sad violin story, yeah. But my violins are coming out today. I have been I've grown up with a sad, tragic life. I am determined to have a structured, organized life. Therefore, when people don't align with that, I get triggered as fuck. So if I'm like, organization is my only sense of control. It's my only sense of being stable. Nothing's gonna ever be completely organized in the way that I want it, whatever else. Mm. But for me, it's a case of like, I'm also specifically with our friendship, trying as hard as possible to not fall back into old old habits. I'll definitely work on that. Thanks for the feedback. It's mm. just a little bit of fun, isn't it? Just a little bit of fun. <laughs> um, Honestly, good for me. <laughs> my thing that I would change about you mm. is your organization, which mm. I'm sure you know. I was yeah. gonna say that. I just wish you were a bit more organized. Because why? Yeah. Do you know why not in a mean way? You are a fucking star. Do you know that? Thank You're you. a star. And I see it. I've always seen it. And God damn it, you'll be it. Thank Sorry, that you. sounded really good in my head. Anyway, um, and for me, I hate seeing failed potential. I go into Chris Jenner mode and I'm like, look, we're changing your life and we're doing it now. Yeah. And for me, I wish you were a bit more like that for yourself. Like, mm. I don't even need you to do that for me because clearly I'm a fucking control freak. I'm doing it enough for myself. But like, I just wish, and I know you see your potential because you're working hard. You're trying to do things to like make the world see who you are and the world will see who you are in Jesus name. However, I think that sometimes you have like kind of a bit of like a, a nonchalant approach, like, oh yeah, I'll get it done. That's not necessarily bad. Some people like that end up being, you know, where they want to be. But you gotta <laughs> see, I see the world only through my lens in it. So yeah. I wish that you were a bit more 
hungry or more organized and i agree yeah. it just stems from the fact that there is it's an, i wouldn't call it a trauma like you said in your case but it's definitely just the fact that like if i really sit down and think about all the things that bother me or don't go my way or whatever else like i will go fucking mad so i've just adapted to this i don't care attitude towards a lot of things and sometimes it it bounces onto things that i should actually really care about right um no that makes sense yeah but i i agree like that's that's more so something that is for myself but i can mm. see how as well it would reflect well in this friendship seeing as we are when now we work together partners, and yeah. like when we do things together like you're so talented like y'all dana is so fucking talented like <laughs> this girl can sing i'm screaming and you baby. guys will hear some music from her very fucking soon period um so positives now what's something you like because i feel like we've had so much negative throughout the last 10 minutes are you minutes. kidding me it's not negative dana don't see it that way it's, it's just not but it's potentially telling each other okay, something no, that no. we wouldn't want so let's say no, something, something that we change. do want yeah no, i think that's a great idea um something i love about you is how comfortable you make me feel to be myself Oh. I just feel like I can be completely myself around you and I can't say that about many people. Like, you know how I am. Yeah. When I get in a party or when I get in a place, like, people call me stiff up. Yeah. I'm not trying to be stiff up or pick me. <laughs> I just cannot... I just... When I speak to people, they look at me like I'm weird. When yeah. I'm really myself, they they look yeah. at me and treat me... You've seen it. People mm -hmm. act, like, why are you saying that? Like, mm -hmm. and they're making me feel weird. So now I'm just going to sit here and be serious then. Whereas <laughs> with you, it feels like I can say the weirdest shit as, yeah. I, actually, as I have. And, like... I can be my weirdest self and you want to just literally not faced. <laughs> and I love that because I, I don't know, apart from my family, I don't know who else really I can be that like that yeah. around. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm going to cry. That's so sweet. Why are you from Texas? I'm going <laughs> to cry. <laughs> no, that's really sweet. I okay, my turn, bitch. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, sorry. There's, there's just so much. Um, <laughs> I think... My favorite. You were very quick to answer that, by the way. I don't want you to be thrown off about the fact that I can't answer it. No, it's fine. Fast. Take your time. <laughs> it's not like we've got, you know, the whole world to just wait. Christ, that must be a shit fucking person. No, you're not. Honestly, it's just pinpointing my favorite thing. You asked hard. the question. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm really backfired. I'm actually dead. Okay. My favorite thing about you is... It's so weird because it just mirrors what you said. That's such a lazy fucking that is, that is No, it mirrors what you said in a sense where my favourite thing about you is the fact that you don't... Like, to me, you don't give a fuck. Like, you'll say things how they are and it's fucking funny. Like, <laughs> you're, you don't even realise how funny you are, but Aww. I've never seen someone so real. Like, you don't sugarcoat anything and, like... That's backfired for me many times. No, it's backfired <laughs> for you, but, like, in a sense, it's also my favourite thing about you because... Right. Like I can't, I can't put that characteristic to anyone else I know in my life. Like mm. you're just so you, and a lot of that makes me laugh. Like you see, right. some sometimes you'll be like, "Why are you laughing?" Like <laughs> I'm literally going through a terrible time right now, <laughs> but you're not understanding that the way you're articulating it is so funny. Or maybe I just have a fucked up sense <laughs> no, of humor. No, 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 that's actually know. true. Because I will just, I'm very like blunt about yeah. things. Like I will say, like, look. I don't know if I can even <laughs> say it on the radio, <laughs> but I'll say, look, I'm gonna, you know, yeah. 
I'm going to just <laughs> jump in these train tracks. <laughs> And um, <laughs> Dana will just die of laughter. I'm like, right. I'm sorry. Maybe it's a me thing. Maybe I'm my used sense to it. It's fine. Just fucked no, up. I mean, our humor is fucking. It is. It's weird. dark. But um, yeah, that was a really cute end to the show. And I don't need to ever think that I don't appreciate you being my friend. I'm absolutely so happy we have a friendship. Yeah. No, me too. Me too, man. All right, guys. When we come back after the break, we're going to be going to the final segment and our favorite segment of the show. Pop goes the culture. Boop, boop. Welcome back. Now it's time for Pop Goes the Culture, where we talk about all things popping in the culture. So, what is your all-time favorite album right now that you're like playing on repeat from all time, like in the culture? Um. Okay, so my all t- I, th- I feel like one of my all-time faves, it's not necessarily on repeat though, mm. but an album that really, really did something for me. Yeah. Like consistently track through track. Right. Would be Scissors Control. Oh my God. How did I not know you was going to say that? That is the soundtrack to the beginning of our friendship. As in? Like that that album came out around the time that we properly started adulting in our friendship. Yeah. My favorite one is... Open your heart. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one. Wait, how, what's the song called again? Um, Gardens. Yes. Yeah. Gardens is my... That is I think that's track. my favorite Scissor song. Do you know what's crazy? That's how I know that it's such a good album. I don't have a favorite. It always used to bounce from different songs to mm. different songs, but it's just such a good body of work. SZA um, always delivers for me. Like, I yeah. just feel like she never disappoints and we want a new album from yeah, her. Yeah, she's just an all-round artist. Anyways, what is your favorite? My favorite is Justin Bieber, My World. I have been playing oh it on God. repeat this whole week. Because Classic. I think it's because they added a new Justin Bieber documentary on Netflix. It was like an old ass oh, okay. one, like an old one yeah, from yeah. where he had like the helmet hair. But um, yeah, so it made me think, oh, I miss all these songs. So I went and I listened to the whole album at work and it was a really amazing time for me. I guess I'll just say it now. Um, I am a reformed believer. <laughs> I <laughs> was an addict. Like, my man. entire family knows. Like I... <laughs> I was in love with Justin Bieber to a level that was not normal. I had a life-size poster of him. I had a signed book. I would kiss the poster every night before going to bed. I used to share a room with my sister and she'd literally be traumatized. I used to say to my mom, I will marry him. Like, you do not believe me, but I freaking will. I used to cry because he didn't have any black girls in his videos. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Representation's important. From day, clearly. Um, I used to sit in the dark and watch his music videos and just cry at how much I freaking loved him. That seems really unhealthy. I'm not going to lie. There's still a little part of me that's still a believer till today. But yeah, Justin Bieber, I'm sorry. His voice is so soulful, so R&B, even like not just that one album. So wait, what album is that one? My World, that's his very first album. When I'll tell you what in time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that for me is an album that I can play and play and never get bored of. Wait, is the song Favourite Girl on that album? Okay, so these are some of the songs that are on the album that I know you're going to love. So obviously, baby, baby, baby. Mm-hmm. Then we got you smile. Okay, you the smile. start of an era. Then obviously basically. we've got I'll never let you go. Love oh, that sorry, song. it's just to be my world 2.0. Oh, okay. So he's got my world, then he's got 2.0, two different so albums. 2.0. But both of them, yeah. both of them. I'm sorry, I'm bumping. 
all the time, every time. That's so cute. Now we've come to the saddest part of the show. It's the end. But Aww. this is our first ever podcast episode. I'm so excited. I'm so proud yeah, of us. I think we did pretty well. We did okay. We did okay. We're there's so more excited. to come. Oh, there's so much more yeah. to come. You guys better stay tuned. Make sure you share. Make sure you download. Please. And we will see y'all in the next episode. See you. Bye. Bye. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Girl Meets Girl Podcast. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Till next time, TTYL. TTYL.